No my Harimai, welcome. Um Kojento Kuingoa. Um I am very privileged to be sitting here with an epic Wahinito. Um Tori Fano, Pakakoe and Naru Wahine, Mayor of Wellington, was parliamentary chief of staff for the Green Party, Bachelor of Arts, dog called Teddy, which we will get to at some point. Welcome. How are you? I like to ask, how are you and how are you? <laughs> no, totally. Oh, Kiara, it's so good to see you again. And thank you so much for having me on. Um, I feel really good. I feel really positive, but I'm shattered. Um, I feel very tired. And uh, I've been up since I had a dawn um, karakia this morning to um, to close the uh, the investigation for Lofa's Lodge. It was very sombre, mm. very beautiful, very emotional. Um, and yeah, that was the start of the day and it's just kind of been boom, 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 but great. So much good stuff. I actually just, my last meeting before this was meeting with the community, uh, network organization, which helps manage, um, charities and NGOs across the city. So it was so good to talk about that co-papa as well. So it's, it's been a meaningful day. I'm just a bit tired. Uh, well, um, I'm not surprised because there's been a lot going on. You've had a time of it. Yeah, it's been it's been a couple of weeks, but but look, it's and it has been intense. But um, you know, when, when you think about the the what was happening with Lofa's Lodge and and other events, it's just it's made me feel even more honoured to have this yeah. role. Because a lot of the feedback that I've gotten about loafers was, um, I mean, pe people have talked about my empathetic way with people, but the main outcome um, was, you know, it gave people the permission to grieve with me and with the city and then to really shine a light on um, how we look after our vulnerable communities. And uh, people have thanked me for that. And I'm like, no, thank you for allowing me to to to, to fill that role. Like, it is an honour. Like I, I, I like being able to care for people, and that particular moment, I, I felt like I was able to just care, and it was, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking, but also nice. Yeah, totally. So when, where can you remember where you got the nudge to go for mayoralty? Did were you? Where were you? Do you remember it, or was it? a slow burn was it and then something was like come on come on Tori let's go let's do this so to be honest it was it was all me you know so no one had um you know uh nudged me or anything like that but I I just I'd been feeling it feeling it uh, this desire in my bones for I'd say a good couple of years yeah. but I I wasn't I wasn't actually intending on running until 2026 because I thought I need to um do more public speaking, I need this, I need that, I'm not ready. Um, but then uh, that year, the year that I announced, I kind of just sort of tested it with a couple of people. I was real fuckamar about it. I was real shy because yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of like, I want to be the mayor. Are people going to think that I'm an idiot like for, for thinking that or are they, you know, what, what's the reaction going to be? Just sit it with a couple of people and they were just like, yes, that makes sense. You are a great cheerleader for the city. And so gradually over a few months, I started to gain some confidence. And then I just kind of went, you know what? 
I'm, I'm going to, after a couple of um, people I love and respect gave me the final push, they were like, you have to do this. Then I announced a week later, and it's just been full go since then. So it, well, it started with me, and then there was a core crew who backed me and were like, do it. Yep. yep. And you, we have to have those people, especially being women, being Māori, being yeah. you know, any, the, the noises, the stories that get really loud in our heads. Um, yes. And it's really interesting you talk about confidence because I've just taught confidence is a, is a muscle, right? We have to work it. We mm-hmm. have to rest it. We have to push it. We have to like being in the gym. We have to, and I did an amazing weightlifting podcast last week with Megan from RNZ. And we talked about weightlifting for about, well, it could have gone on for hours, but we, we talked about that confidence as in you, you have to be brave and actually flex that confidence to see where it like, takes you. Totally. So how how do you how do you flex how do you create confidence for yourself? What does what does that look like for you? And that's such a good question because sometimes I don't know because it, it's quite funny. Like when I was the chief of staff, I had a real lack of confidence. Actually, I was constantly thinking, um, I'm not good at this job. Um, I'm surrounded by men. Um, yeah, I was always kind of battling that imposter syndrome there. Uh, but and then, then I and and it actually it burned me out. It burned me out, and I resigned because I was like, I've just I've had, I've had enough. Uh, but then I felt a real kind of emptiness, like oh god, I love politics though. I want to get back into it. I'll run for mayor. Um, and that's kind of what started that. Uh, you know, well, that's what pushed it uh, forward even more. Um, I so I suppose what gave me the confidence to. Um, perform as mayor it's almost like the election result was the validation or the the, uh, that I needed Um, so I'm like because I know in my head that people have put me here I can be the mayor Um, and and but not everyone is going to get that that validation right Um, yeah so the, the the other thing that's been helping me I, I, I do constantly um, have this very loud minority and it's happened a couple of times this week telling me that I'm lazy. Um, I, I don't listen to people. I'm a party girl. Um, there's an individual going around um, to other politicians calling me a slut, you know, really gendered, um, racist, sexist stuff. Um, and they do it to undermine me and, and to pull me down, right? But all it does is make me angry yep. and then make me go, you know what? You're just yep. pushing me in the opposite direction and yep. I'm going to go even harder. So I, I get the confidence um, and I'm thinking on the spot here. I get my confidence from hate um, and, and that uh, toxic behavior because it's kind of like if I lose, if they succeed and I lose, then women lose wahine Māori lose because that's exactly what they're trying to do they're trying to destabilize us when we finally um well you know not finally we've we've had many women of course before her um before us who have set the pathway for me to be able to be mayor there is still the these a society trying to pull us down and we, we cannot undo all the great work before us and then what we're doing now and letting them win so it makes me more confident and I love what you said before about having others around. You know, at first you have to find it in yourself and then you have to find that group of people who will back you yes. and, and push you for when it gets difficult. And I'm I I can't I can't imagine I can't imagine 
being surrounded by I saw your stories the other day about you know you'd gone in front of a group of people who were just well just horrible like horrible racist mm. horrible and being in a room and keeping going whenever I see women Marty stand in front of speak in front of those people to try and discuss what it is you're trying to do and have that backlash I I cannot imagine and I just I just yeah I was holding back tears yeah I, so I was on the verge of tears because it was just so uh rude and and mean and you know and many women will who have been in the same spot of having men who are standing um look being a younger younger wahine Maori standing up in front of 80 older white White individuals you know was always going to be intimidating for me anyway and that's why I went in really politely because I was like I've I've got this is not my normal crowd they're already going to find me a threat I'm going to be super polite here and super positive Uh, but they then they went to me back and that's when I started to get upset but held my ground um, and I, yeah, you know, that again, as women, we're used to having men standing up and shouting us down. So it was kind of like, I was trying to answer a question and he's like, no, no lies. And I was like, please let me finish. Please let me finish. And I asked it about three times. And then I said, let me speak. And so, and that shocked the crowd. I'd say that's what got pushed them off offside with me because they don't want to see, you know, a, a woman pushing back like that no. because we're meant to be polite, yeah. you know. And but yeah. I, I, I stood my ground, and then someone yelled out because this is about this um, transport project, and they were like, "No one, no one wants it." And I said, "Look, I acknowledge that the people in this room don't want it, and I hear that, um, but most people do out there. We we have a majority, and and people want this." lies and then I went well for a start the 34,000 people who voted for me so it was a bit of a bang you know but and then that's when the booing sort of started that's when the crowd were like you know and um because they didn't like me challenging them we were two different generations two different completely different backgrounds and I was challenging them they didn't like it yeah and your brain was your brain saying, "Don't cry, don't cry, don't yes, cry, don't cry, don't cry." <laughs> and I had, she had to turn around and go to the facilitator. I'm done. I've done. I'm done. I've yeah. got to go. I've got to go to another appointment. And yeah. walked out. And then, um, and then I said, you know, I, I got teary eyed. But my advisors hugged me. They were like, "You're all good. You nailed it. It's yeah. all good." Yeah. And just sort of looked after me. Can Can you think of another time when you've been tested like that before? So in other roles, jobs, because I know I watched the podcast you were on where you talked, you talked about alcohol, you talked about your past, you talked about, you know, the tests of the time. Have you been through what's been a, another great test for you? Probably not to that level. Um, so I got that quite a bit during the mural campaign. Yeah. Because when me as are debating each other and people start booing you and it's a bit, and it's a lot of hollering, but that's sort of the, the nature of the campaign. I suppose tests for me were just my own insecurity. So, um, and I think I talked about it on the other podcast. So as chief of staff, being in a room with all the other chiefs of staff and senior staffers and being the only Māori in the room, being out of 12 people in the meeting, being one of two women. And I was just so insecure and felt dumb. You know, I felt like a, I don't belong here. And I was silent, you know, and, and they were all yelling over each other and not, not providing space to speak. And I was just really shy. Um, and kind of like that insecurity sort of festered 
um, for some time. And that, and that's why I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll have a drink then, you know, to, to numb the anxiety. It was, I was constantly anxious and, and, and that's why I drank. Um, and I suppose, um, oh, you know, another time was when, and, uh, and this is, I think this would have been the year that I first met you, but uh, in 2017, when the Green Party, um, you know, when Matiria had to stand down as co-leader, and that that was a big political crisis for our party. Yeah. And I became chief of staff, and so I had to lead it through. I was completely ill-equipped. Um, I didn't know how to be chief of staff. I didn't have the training to do it. I'd only been in the Greens for like a year and a half. Um, so to cope, to cope with that level of stress and that level of responsibility and pressure of, you know, me and others have to get our party to survive the election, you know, I turned to the bottle and yep. um, thankfully now, because um, I've learned from those experiences this week, the last two weeks have been really stressful. And I had that um, after the meeting, I remember where they were hollering at me, I drove home and I thought, God, I could do with a wine. And yeah. I was like, no, no, don't, don't go there. Go to bed, cuddle Teddy. Tomorrow's another day. And thank goodness, you know, so. Man, what, um, a, what a learning experience for you, though, because I was the same. Like, I, you know, I had, a, I had a baby and I was going through the what the fuck have I done? And oh, my God. And then, you know, COVID and da, 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 we all drank far too much over COVID lockdown. because we, And I, I don't ever dispute people finding ways to get through stuff. But at one point right. I just was like, this is not working for me anymore. This constant, totally. I live with a man who hardly drinks, so it's not an excuse. And I was like, this doesn't work anymore. And then again, I, you know, I work, I work in a stressful, I work in family and sexual violence and it's full on and it's yes. tiring and it's frustrating and you have things that don't go right and the system fucks people. And yes. then you go, I'm just going to go home and drink. And then I'm, I, I've found myself more and more saying, hang on, just pause, just wait, just yes. pause. Just pause. Just pause and go and find something else yes. that allows you to not feel like shit actually later on. That is so it, right? It's like we've come to learn just pause. What's the payoff going to be for this? You know what? The next three days, because it's three days now, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be hungover and I'm going to do a terrible job. Yeah, It's not worth it. So what my now my go-to, my new vice is is ramen with cheese <laughs> and hey it works it's fine that was <laughs> not something i was expecting I know, to right? come out of your mouth ramen <laughs> ramen for all ramen for all women you know you need it oh my yeah. god that's oh my god solution. i'm gonna try it yeah. i'm absolutely gonna try it totally <laughs> so how do you prioritize you and what happens when you don't Oh man, when I don't prioritize me, when I don't get my um, well-being and holding check, or if I don't rest, I fail. You know, I get I get really because um, while I'm uh, outgoing and all of that stuff, I am have a bit of introvertedness about me, right? You know, and I need to be alone for for sometimes two days straight. If I don't do that, I make mistakes, I make bad decisions, and that has happened you know, a couple of times when I've not allowed myself to rest. Um, and so I've actually told my team who manage my life, manage my diary, and I just do do the things and just make decisions and give it, you know, I just go, blah, I want to do that. So they've, they've had to proactively manage my diary in a way that I get rest. Yeah. 
And um, for the next four weeks, I've got uh, non-working weekends so that I have proper weekends off because um, they they sensed that I was starting to burn out a little bit, especially after Loafer's Lodge and getting sick, getting getting a cold. So they're like, you know what? She's she's not going to work for the next four weekends and then we can get back into the community events. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I'm I'm sure there's a real feeling of go, 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 keep going, especially when, you know, you said right at the beginning that that lazy statement that's been yeah. projected at you um, yeah. and the feeling of needing to actually say, no, yeah. this is, I am allowed I'm to allowed. actually yeah. stop yes. and have a weekend and not have your lunch in a meeting like that we <laughs> talked about. I, I, caught, I got yeah. that right at the start there. Um, <laughs> you, you're allowed to prioritise the things that you need. Yeah, it's and it's yeah, it's just the, the expectation for me, and what I'm starting to realize now, it, it is it's quality, not quantity. Don't have these endless meetings just for the sake of them and prove that I'm having them. Actually, I'm passionate about women in leadership. That's why I'm having this conversation and doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm passionate about climate action. That's why, you know, I'll sit in every briefing about climate change. So I just there is so much stuff, so much noise. I just have to prioritize what's important to me. Yeah, totally. And I, I remember I had a conversation with Hinamo Elder about the the being curious about why we feel the need to do things that other people are doing when yeah. actually we need to internalize and listen to ourselves and say, this is not the way I want to do it anymore. Yeah, totally. And we're allowed to, and again, as women, it's because we are so pressured to to perform and behave and do things a certain way. And it's just like, no, th- this is the time for disruption. This is the time we, we have to take our lives back. And again, we're, we're, we're able to because of those before us. Um, but the, what I'm seeing out in the world is that um, in Wellington with the generation who don't like me, they expect me to be Kerry Prendergast. They expect me to be Fran Wilde, you know, um, or maybe a little bit of Jacinda Ardern and being polite and lovely. And look, I love all those women and they're fantastic, but I'm not that. No, I'm Maori and I'm progressive as hell and I'm proud of it. So I will be the mayor in the way that I want. And there's a crowd out there who find it really uncomfortable and confronting. Yeah. Yeah. But that also shouldn't stop us. Because it's going to be confronting and horrible for the rest of our lives, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, we're also like, so we're being ourselves, right? And um, we're showing our true selves and that's great. Um, And other women who are considering either public office or or leadership roles are seeing us be our authentic authentic selves and going, oh, finally, cool. Finally. You know, so we just have to, we absolutely just have to keep going. Yeah. And so on that last note, I suppose, why should more women try? So why should more women put themselves forward, particularly Māori, Pacifica women? Why and how can we support them and kind of nudge them towards that space? Absolutely. So, and this is, this is an area that I'm deeply passionate about. And it's essentially, it's so we don't end up with those uh, unsafe environments where people are yelling at us. So, um, because at the moment I get the sense that my leadership doesn't feel feel normal to them, and that's why they're so aggravated. But actually, if this becomes the new norm, 
then we have less of that behaviour. And I'm trying to, um, I'm actually, so I've, I've gone on the board of Festival for the Future. I saw. Yep. And I'm so excited. Um, and I'm opening that conference next week. And um, But I've also started talking to them about partnering on a programme, about working, um, developing um, either a programme or a forum or something, but at least a supportive network to get more um, people of colour, more women into public office and in that industry in particular, because what they will have seen is they're seeing the shit that I'm getting. They yeah. saw that Jacinda Ardern had to stand down because of abuse. And they're probably thinking, you know what? Politics is gross. I don't want to get into politics, but we need them. Yeah. We need yeah. them so hard, even yeah. more than ever. And if we're not around the decision-making table, it'll just get worse. So I'm I'm trying to be here to be like, yeah, man, I, I get lots of shit, but I'm all good. You know, we've got to use it to change the world for the better. Yeah. And so I want to just kind of help lead a bit of a movement to be like, so I can help empower more of these people like us uh, to get into politics. Um, we're still deciding on what that looks like, and I hope to launch it in International Women's Week next year. Yeah. Um, and I've started talking to Global Women about it as well, so they might also get on board. And it's just about having that supportive network to support us um, and, and keep us going, and also me perhaps providing classes on how do we engage with the democratic process, how do we engage with local government, how do we en engage with central government. But let's develop a pathway. Uh, for these people uh, and ensure that they stand. I can't wait. I think you're incredible. <laughs> I think you're incredible. Oh, um, are you ready incredible. for your quick fire round? Yes. Okay. Um, an experience that shaped who I am that few people know about? That's a big question. I have a question. Ooh. Oh, I mean, I started to talk about this a bit more. Um, so I'd say few people know about it and you would have seen hints of it in that podcast, but I, I had a drinking problem and, um, and it, it had popped up from time to time when I was suffering anxiety and I'm talking, you know, blackouts and, yeah. uh, not good behavior and, and, and that sort of stuff. And of course, it, then it finally got to a point, um, um, it got to a point where I thought I can't keep doing this anymore because it's becoming unsafe. And so I went through uh, therapy. I went through um, an alcohol support service um, and um, it took several months, but I, I got to a point where I had finally had a, health, a healthy relationship with alcohol. But what that's actually done for me is I'm deeply empathetic of people with addiction issues. Yep. Uh, and, and as part of my platform and part of the way forward is that, you know, when we create transitional housing or social housing or public housing, we need to ensure that people have access to certain services like mental health support and alcohol drug harm reduction services, because I, I feel that really deeply. Um, so I would say that experience has changed me for the better, because I want to ensure that we have enough funding, that it becomes a core part of government's platform. That wasn't that quick fire, sorry. And, you know, no, 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 I like it. And I'm very, um, Thankful for you for sharing that. I said the other week, we have a detox service here that is Monday to Friday. So uh, don't go off the rails Saturday and Sunday because there's nobody there to help you. So, it's you know, it's really helpful here in Queenstown oh. if you want to go through detox. Yes, yes. Keep it to a Monday to Friday. So I'm, I am challenging that conversation at the minute. Um, the last lie I told. The last lie I told. Oh, God. Oh. 
you know, we'd a ghost one. Last lie I told. I can tell you what mine was. Mine was my my five-year-old can smell chocolate from 4,000 paces. And she said to me this morning, have you had chocolate? And I'm like, no, whilst eating a massive piece of chocolate for my breakfast. Yep. Yep. I was like, no. Actually, that reminds me. So because I've been so tired and hiding at home when I have a break, so friends have tried to hang out with me and I lied and said, oh, I'm working. It's all done. We've done it. We've all done it. You are allowed to do it. Um, Music guilty pleasure. I like Dua Lipa a lot. Like a lot. Nice. Uh, Watch on your left or right arm. I don't have one. Oh, well done. Um, Favorite New Zealand biscuit. Um, And I will will judge you Um, for this decision. (laughs) I actually, I I, I really love, um, what are they called? Uh, not, is it scotch something? I like a plain ass biscuit, man. Oh, I like, like a plain ass biscuit. Ar- Arrowroot or whatever they're called. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, bit of, bit I know what you butter. mean. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, uh, hot bath or hot shower? Hot bath. Uh, manicure, pedicure, or facial? Manicure. What's on your bedside table? Um, a bunch of books that I keep meaning to read, but I still haven't. And on that note, one book that you always recommend to people? Um, yeah, Emily writes Rants in the Dark. Oh, what a legend! What yep. a complete legend. Um, yes, Tori, you are a complete and utter legend yourself. Thank you, you are too. No, thank so you so much. Um, we will keep in touch, and I cannot wait to hear more about your leadership. Awesome, Mwah. amazing. Thank you. Cool, see ya.